Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this 19-year anniversary of the World of Boating radio show. I kid you not, no fooling, it really is uh, the 19-year anniversary of of the World of Boating radio show. Shocking, I know, and I do have a major announcement uh, we are hereby called uh, the world of bloating uh, okay. from here on out uh, because I, I figured, you know, after 19 years, it's time for a change. Yeah, it was, it was, after 19 years, you'd come up with a better joke than that because you do that one almost every year. Okay, we'll go with the world of gloating then and we'll just gloat how uh, right we've been over the years. I know and, 19 uh, years ago, my beard was not this color. Yeah, was it? Beard? <laughs> is that well, what that is? Know, this thing, this, yeah. I thought, than, st- I thought that was a stick on. Yeah, a stick on. No, he's been wearing uh, a tribble on his uh, lower tri- lip for years, <laughs> for the last five or so. So yeah, I don't know. I don't look like Santa Claus. The world of floating, maybe. The world of floating. No, yeah. we we should have come on and said it's we're changing format. The world of smoking, and we could have talked cigars. Okay. Well, then we need Casey the tobacco nut to join us. Exactly. We 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 could actually pulled it off, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we'll go with Greg's bloating thing. All right, again. bloating or gloating? It'll depend. I, I kind of like world of gloating too, where you just world get on of, and talk about how right we've been over the years. World of soaking. We could have talked hot tubs. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Or we could stick with the world of boating. I don't know. It's April <laughs> Fool's Day. That happens to be our anniversary. I, I, I'm not fooling. It really is. But so, who would have thunk it that we'd still be doing this after 19 years? Just too who, dumb to stop. Who would have thought that? I wouldn't have killed you by now. <laughs> well, that's why that's we why are connected remotely addresses. now. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Yes, Barry, what do you think? I know this is a spinoff from your original show. And did you purposely start on April 1st? Had, did it, or did it have something to do with your wife said, you better get a job soon or I'm going to throw you out? Uh, no, it wasn't that. Uh, and, and I'd like to say that we actually planned April Fool's Day to be our anniversary date or, you know, the day we launched. But uh, it just kind of worked out that way. We didn't oh, realize okay. it till the first anniversary. And like, holy crap, it's Fool's really? Day. You didn't <laughs> yeah. notice it the first yeah, because, time around. Because <laughs> we started the show and it was just like, you know, we, we were all, you know, hot and heavy and trying to figure out what we were going to talk about on our first broadcast and didn't really uh, take into account like, hey, you know, it's April 1st, right? So when we started, people probably thought it was a gag, and here we are 19 years le- uh, later, so go figure. Yep. Yeah. So uh, anyway, welcome aboard. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for 19 years of nonsense. We're still here, still kicking, still doing it, because like I said, too dumb to stop. So why bother? You know, after a certain amount of time, you just figure, well, okay, might as well just keep doing it. Don't got nothing else to do on a Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern time every Saturday. You think, Barry? Get- yeah, uh, Patrick, do you think it's time to cash in our PTO? Of course. No, 
No, I, I want T-shirts made that say World of Boating, Too Dumb to Stop. All right. Oh, there oh. you go. Oh, that's actually good because this T-shirt here is getting rather ratty. Yeah, wow. I mean, he's he's gone through 372 scuba radio shirts, uh-huh. and we're still on the same design from 19 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you, you guys can order whatever World of Boating shirt you want to do now. What do you mean what? order? Yeah, yeah it's all uh, <laughs> print on demand now these days. You know, I'm not holding you back. You guys can okay. You I'll, can get I'll World of Boating underwear yeah. made, bras, no, whatever you no, whatever no, you no. prefer. I don't care. No. You know, you I'm do not you. wearing one of your bras. Yeah, no. we're definitely renegotiating at contract time again. <laughs> All right. If I got to order right. my own shirts, man, come on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's okay. talk boats. In, uh, right. Specifically, let's talk cruise ships. Uh, one that I've been on, and once again, it does count. If you're on a cruise ship, it is a boat, and that makes you uh, thereby a boater. Even though Patrick and Barry don't agree, but in this well, it's case, a ship and it, you're a cruiser. Well, it's a boat too. Uh, it's uh, the uh, NCL Encore is in the news. I've been on this vessel, and they have a uh, one of the unique things about this cruise ship is that it has a go kart track on the top of it, uh, which is pretty uh, pretty wild. And Useless. I, no, it, it's actually a lot of fun. the uh, The go karts, the the track is. Uh, remarkable, to be honest with you. When you go and see it firsthand, uh, the cars are electric. It, this isn't some kind of, you know, slow-moving, goofy thing that's a gimmick. I mean, it actually, the go-kart track on the top of this particular cruise ship is actually quite, uh, it can get a little zippy. It's, so it's, it's not very the Grand Prix fun. Raceway at Disney World? It, it's not no, far from it. No, well, it, 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 Let me put it this way. It's way better than you would expect a go-kart track to be on a cruise ship. It's they go a lot underwater? of fun. Do they go underwater, Greg? They do not go underwater unless you uh, jump Then track. they don't meet my expectation. Yeah. What would well, be interesting is if you had uh, 13-foot waves and you were out on that track. Well, here's the thing. It is pretty high-tech. Like I said, the cars are electric, so they they zip around the track pretty quick. There's a, You can actually watch the racers and shoot them with some kind of laser gun like you're the cops. And that will slow down the car, you know. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So you can participate in the in the race, and they time it and the whole thing and everything. But the reason it's in the news is evidently somebody got on this racetrack and uh, got hurt. Uh, some, I think it was a young girl in her early teens, like 14 or so, I think is what I read, Patrick. But uh, correct. From, her from family Canada. is now suing the cruise line. Uh, because they're you know they're saying that uh, you know even though she signed a release, which you always would have to do in any activity on a cruise ship, that uh, it shouldn't hold up, and they should be able to sue the cruise line for whatever it's worth. You think, Patrick? What uh, do you think? Well, she she her attorney or her family's attorney, Mister Arenfeld. Um, the lawsuit states that she suffers from whiplash, mm-hmm. loss of consciousness, right. Possible traumatic brain injury, possible neurological injuries, pain, suffering, and other head, neck, shoulder, back, leg, and other injuries. Yeah. So I think he checked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, number one. And the attorney, Mr. Ehrenfeld, said he is prepared to argue, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Okay, that waivers, cruise lines often have passengers signed before participating in onboard activities are not. Legally enforceable, to which I say, nay, sir, you are wrong. You're going to lose. If I was on the jury, it's called personal responsibility. If not 
for someone who is legally able to make that decision than their parents that allowed them to do it. And you get nothing. Your client gets nothing. Zip, zilch, nada. Go back to Canada. Huh. Don't come across the border again. Okay. Just north. Judge uh, Patrick has spoken. Barry, what say you? Um, do ships have to be, are they, do they follow nautical law? Well, they're in international <laughs> yeah. waters. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> they when, have to give way. Um, yeah. Have, but, yeah, what they, I, yeah. So, I mean, this would have to be a, a ship attorney or a nautical attorney to even. You did say ship, right? Ship, With a yeah. P? Okay, With a ship, P. be careful. Ship. <laughs> so what we would call in the biz a maritime Maritime attorney, attorney that's it. <laughs> well, I don't know that it is. It's just an attorney period looking out for, you know, a payday, trying to figure out like, he could argue some big company, uh, yeah. deep pockets. Let's see if we can sue him and get him to settle, all, if nothing where, else, right? Norwegian even, where are they even headquartered? I mean, how's that ship flag, Greg? You've no, been I, on it. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Where they, I'll uh, find out. Where the Go ahead, keep is. talking. But I mean, it's usually it, some island, you know, it's Bahamian, else, yeah, or something. Know, yeah. But but the other thing, they're gonna <clears throat> they're trying to ruin it for the rest of us because that, that go kart thing actually is is quite fun. And if this uh, lawsuit moves forward, you know, and you know they're just trying to get money as usual. They're gonna shut it down or they'll slow it down and make it no fun, ruin it for the rest of us. I mean, come on, yeah, personal responsibility. The rest of us. Well, oh, you would you would do it, wouldn't you, Barry? Come on, that's, you would that's ride a go kart. Char- of course, I do. There's yeah. a K1 Speed that's an electric go kart track down here. Yeah, I mean, no, I love go karts. Remember, I raced cars. Right. Okay. No, I didn't remember that. I blocked it out years ago. All right. So, anyway, uh, I guess we've talked about that enough. Let's talk about more stuff next on the Wheel of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Java screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast kids love to dress like pirates the murderers and rapists that pirates were <laughs> We think it's adorable. Being a pirate is all fun and games, till somebody loses an eye. It hurts like it blazes, it makes you pull faces, but you can't let your mates see you cry. A fancy black patch will cover the hatch, making sure the soccer stays dry. Being a pirate is all fun and games, till somebody loses an eye. It's so hard to be a pirate. A pirate, a pirate, you can't be a pirate. This is the world of goading. Yes, world of goading. Uh, I am Greg, your first uh, sheep herder or goat herder. Uh, Barry, the uh, the goader. <laughs> Only 45 more minutes of this, Patrick. Yeah. Just just leave me out of this one, Greg, all right? And then uh, Captain Patrick Stop was... It. All right, well, I was going to say he was... Uh, he He's was, our captain. He's in charge of the, uh, you know, nope. scooping up the dung. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. look, just uh, one more little tidbit that we want to share about that uh, cruise line and how it applies to you. You know, like if you just take your boat out and you're in national waters and someone stubs a toe, I mean, is that the the boat owner's fault? No. Uh, your your own insurance should cover that. You didn't do it, right? But, uh, you know, the lawyers like to try to sue everybody they can and... That's why you have to have insurance, I guess. Is that right, Patrick? What do you think? You should have insurance, but to your question, whether you are in international waters or domestic waters, uh, if you own the boat, I mean, you're a private boat owner. You're not a corporation. Um, you know, you're not going to be afforded any protections by you know having because your 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 home port, your home country. Okay, you're not you're not flagging your 38 foot boat. You're not registering it in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. or maybe you are. I don't know, yeah. or Cameroon, or you know, whatever. Right. Um, however, if here's when when it comes to maritime law, and this was, is what I was told many, 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 many years ago um, by uh, somebody who worked in the industry was actually doing my training as I was working towards my hundred ton master uh, endorsement is that. Uh, when you deal with maritime law, what you think of in terms of civil law, uh, or what you th- nothing, it, it it doesn't matter. There, there's for especially for licensed captains, there's this catch-all that you can be found guilty of, which is gross negligence, which means you're out on my boat, you stub your toe. All you need is an attorney that says, you know, uh, Captain Patrick, were you aware? That this hazard existed in your boat? Were you aware that this guy could have stubbed his toe? 
was no, going not that, to not no, that you no but it's where, not that where, wherever you stubbed your toe let's say it was on a a sharp edge and i was you know i'd be like well yeah i was aware i mean it's part of the design of the boat so you were aware that somebody did you instruct <laughs> my, did you did you instruct my my client that he had to wear shoes while he was on your boat no people are not aware allowed to wear shoes on my boat they have to take their shoes off oh so you admit that you took had him take off protection the only protection that could have afforded him not losing the the toenail from his little pinky hmm. he is now horribly disfigured uh, he is being shunned by his family shunned by his co-workers shunned by the goats that he uh tends <laughs> to on a daily basis uh you owe my client 90 million dollars hmm. um it sounds something like you've been through this before. No, he watched uh, Law and Order. Uh, oh, is that it? No, I, I, I've never. I have. I have never been sued uh, mm-hmm. for for something that's occurred out on the water, um, and I hope. Hopefully, I never do because, again, as a licensed captain, it 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 it's a different. There's different laws. Uh, uh, it's it, maritime law is not the same as civil law. They pull up these regulations. We've talked about this on the air before from 1832, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, you know, that these laws still apply, you know, on your paddle wheel boat. Well, we <laughs> never updated the law, so you can apply it. The courts will apply it. Uh, the maritime court will apply it to current vessels. And you're like, that makes absolutely no sense. Doesn't matter. You are you are being found guilty of gross negligence. The, 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 the terrible example and I don't mean terrible in that it was a bad example, but the incident that occurred that I was uh, instructed about uh, many, many, many years ago had actually had to do with a uh, charter boat, and one of the passengers that suffered a fatal heart attack was dead uh, even before he hit the deck. Um, mm. However, the crew was trained. All the certifications were current. They had an AED. They had an automatic external defibrillate. They, they're, they're turning around. They're calling the Coast Guard. They're coming in. The uh, the Lawyer? family uh, the oh. family of the victim right I say victim the person who passed away sued the charter boat company and they were, the captain was found guilty of gross negligence because he didn't have a satellite phone on board not that it would have made a difference but because he was out of range from a VHF so they you know they're running in and could have the emergency crews gotten to the <sighs> dock it it's that they yeah. get down to that so. Yeah, anything is within the realm of possibility. So if Greg was out on my vessel and he stubbed his toe, and if he was of a like mind to go and he's going to, because he lost his toenail, right? Um, and maybe he's a ballroom dancer in secret. We don't yeah. know. We don't know well, what Greg does when hey. we're not on the air. He could be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it took away his livelihood or his enjoyment of his uh, recreational activity. You know, I could be sued. And all they have to do is know, is show that I knew that that existed or I had him take off. The only protection, his shoes, um, that could have kept him from being harmed. And I'm probably going to be found guilty of gross negligence. Now, the way you get out of that is you always carry an extra anchor on your boat. Absolutely. And if you know it's Greg, that's that's going to happen to. Hold this for just, me. You just, yeah, you wrap <laughs> it around him. You toss him over and you go back in and say, Greg, who? Hey, Greg, I need you to check something on the bottom of the hull. This uh-huh. extra weight will make sure that you stay up. I've got the line. All you got to do is tug once, and I'm going to haul you back up. (laughs) Okay. Well, what we've learned from this is never go boating with Patrick or Barry. That's right. We're not going to take anyone out. (laughs) 
But uh, it is what it is. All right, we have some other stories to uh, navigate through uh, here on our 19-year anniversary uh, show. Where do you want to go next, Patrick? Uh, Well, uh, breaking yesterday was a story off of Jekyll Island. Everybody familiar with Jekyll Island? I am. Okay. Uh, Nice place. So. Where is it? Uh, um, North Carolina, right? Up there, or, or Georgia. Yeah. Is it Georgia okay. or North Carolina? Uh, Georgia, I believe. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. So um, three crew members had to be rescued off of a commercial vessel, but, oh, I could only imagine the smell coming from this vessel as these guys were rescued. Hmm. A shrimp boat caught fire. Hmm. Wait. Oh. No, no, no. Shrimp on Royal the barbie. Shrimp Yummy. is good. Yeah, I. That's what I'm saying. I can right. only imagine. Yeah, this, 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 this they must have had every rescuer in the area heading Heck out yeah. there <laughs> with a fork and tender sauce. Oh no, no, let the red sauce. The uh, what do they call it? The cocktail, cocktail sauce. sauce. Little Just cocktail sauce. Meat, little man. barbecue. Yeah. Uh, oh grill God. shrimp. Uh, side of fire extinguisher foam. Uh, Good stuff. Cajun you shrimp. You wash it off with the ocean water. Fried <laughs> shrimp. Sea salt. Shrimp uh, sushi. Shrimp sushi. Yeah, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. Now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, Williams, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try to worry. This is the world of emoting. There's something seriously wrong with you people. Yeah, well, we don't have time to get uh, through that. we got 19 years under our belt, and it's uh, time for a good cry. What do you say, Barry? I, I think uh, the I didn't know you were taking emoting. Emodium again. Yeah. 
Well, okay, you, got, you got to be careful with world that. of emoting, like you emoting. know, uh, just just let it out. Patrick, go ahead. Uh, you can put your head on Barry's shoulder and just cry. <laughs> You'll feel way better after it. Like, why Greg's did I waste 19 years doing this dumb, stupid show? <laughs> because it's too hot to Those be outside. Those are your words, not my words. I <laughs> yeah. value each and every minute that I've spent on air is dispensing what I hope our listeners find to be not only useful, uh-huh. but at times entertaining. Okay. But I, I got Let it out. For you. I, I Let think, it out, Patrick. I think that if we put on air the <laughs> three minutes prior to us going live, we would go viral. Really? People, oh, yeah. Because people would, first of all, my fan base would increase exponentially, um, and yours would decrease uh-huh. drastically if if people were able to take witness to <laughs> our meeting. That, yeah. that sheer nonsense that you engage in prior to us going live. And I know why you do it. It's like poking me with a cattle prod. Okay. I'm get them riled up. I'm going right. to get them riled up. And then I'm going to call them that crotchety, cranky old Captain Patrick on air. Yep. And people don't realize it's entirely your doing um, where you are just tweaking, tweaking, tweaking right before we go live. And then you just sit back. You're like the, the master of puppets at that point at your control board. Oh, okay. All right. They, then they're uh, there. You now, know his secret. They, they, do you feel a lot better now? See? No. Feel, welcome to the world of emoting. Uh, here on our, this is the worst nice. therapy ever. <laughs> the world of emodium. Uh, <laughs> hey, Barry, you're slightly confused. Uh but re- regardless, no. that's fine. Let's just move on. Uh, okay, so what else do we need to navigate through as, as far as the boating stuff? Since, you know, we're on a roll with 19 years, why don't we go ahead and keep uh, with that theme, I guess? Well, um, there's a story that uh, came out this week, and it, it it's it's came out of, uh, uh, I think, Massachusetts area, and it... it Engages on a much broader uh, context, if you will, for our listeners. And this is this is a question that I pose: public boat ramps. Mm-hmm. Okay, should public boat ramps be open to commercial businesses? What? Okay, so when you say commercial business, give me an example of what okay. they would do, like well, a boating charter or fishing charter company or something. No, or so what? Somebody who has a business and they run commercials on TV, Greg. Um, yes, um, <laughs> that was good. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, I had that because I knew he was going to ask that. Uh-huh. Okay, so well, it was, just, it was just a matter. I have a whole list of stuff. <laughs> I have a whole list. For Greg. <laughs> All um, right. So explain. I so, think we ought to let, resort back to the world of goading. It was much <laughs> no, more fun then. So let's say whether I have a, I'm, I'm running a private charter, uh-huh. you know, taking people out on a flats boat. Maybe I have a boat repair business. Maybe I'm a boat dealer. Um, should I have access? I'm a commercial business. Okay. Right. I'm not using the boat for personal use, personal recreation. I am basically using it to for my business for business purposes but should should commercial businesses be able to use public boat ramps yeah i say yes I, I, 
I, I don't see why it wouldn't be as long as they weren't clogging up the ramp. I mean, right. I see it down here. Within reason. I, I mean, if they started yeah. overtaking it and trying to launch like, you know, 100 boats on a weekend and, and gumming up the works to a level that obviously was creating huge problems, I mean, that's an issue. But if they're just putting in like a new boat for a demo for a potential sale or something like that, why not? Why couldn't they? They're, well, this is, out, this is out of Maryland. Yeah, so okay. discussion among county officials could lead to limits being placed uh, on who can and cannot launch their boats from public boat ramps. Hmm. Fishermen are worried that this could put them in a sticky situation. Public boat ramps in the county in Maryland are meant to be used by the public. Signs at several of these ramps explicitly state commercial use is not allowed. What the signs don't allude to or clarify is what falls under the category of commercial use. Right. Well, and, and if that, you tried to what, do, say, for instance, I mean, I know it's a lake, so they probably don't necessarily have like a snorkeling uh, charter. But if you had a business set up and they launched a boat and had their customers come and load on the boat there at the boat dock, that was a public uh, launching area. Yeah, that would be a problem. But if they're just launching a boat and getting out of the way, I mean, I, I can't imagine that they'd have a big problem with that. Well, I mean, I've seen that. I've seen that with with per- people with their fishing boats. You know, it's a, it's not a personal boat. It may have a name on the side of it or something like that. And they'll launch and they'll pull the boat over to the dock and they'll wait for the clients to come and then they load them up and they go. But it doesn't take away from people to launch the boats. It's not as though you have like Jeff's forty foot you know, dive boat. twin hull dive boat. Right, where you have like 40 up. snorkelers on it. Snor- yeah, exactly. I could see that being a problem. I mean, it's a well, matter of degree, you would think. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. When you when you come to people who are using, they have a business. They are usually on and off that ramp quicker. I know in, in my experience, in the times that I, I've, I've waited, and there's a reason why I don't carry a handgun, uh, <laughs> especially when I'm in, within a pro- close proximity to a boat ramp, hmm. and where I've actually had to get out of the rig, because usually I'm launching something that's very large, um, and actually offer to help because this guy who's launching a jet ski is in the middle of this 25-foot-wide ramp and can't back up. And, lit- and you know, look, I understand you're here on your time. This is your recreation. I'm working for a business. I've got a customer waiting, or you know, I'm waiting to get this boat out because I'm. Uh, it's an oversized load. I got to get back in a certain amount of time. So I, I still to this day, I can launch and recover, you know, a 42 foot yacht off of a ramp quicker. I actually did a video a few years ago utilizing the ramp at the factory, showing how I go about launching. In fact, when I was up in Jacksonville, Rusty met me up at a public ramp i was launching a 46 and he's like you need help i said no i got this he's like really he said i want to watch this and within i don't know call it four minutes boat was launched and tied up right yeah you know, well you know and that, you know the, why would anyone complain about that it sounds like this situation there might be something locally going on where some business came in and gummied up the works and then someone said hey why you, you can't do this Dude. And does the articles does yeah. the article say anything about what type of people were causing the issues, or it just says commercial? It ju- just that that I guess the county commissioners there. Um, there are a couple that are opposed um, to limiting, and there's some that are for it. What I look at is this: uh, to to something you guys had said. If you're not causing a disruption, you know, no. 
a disruption no no greater than what a private boat owner causes <laughs> um trying trying to get up off the ramp with their 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 1989 Ford LTD you know as they're trying to pull a 35 foot boat you know with it and are slipping and sliding sideways or sinking i mean some some of the public they're worse Right. Oh, they're absolutely oh, but, worse. But they're yeah. providing the entertainment there at the, yes, they at are. the boat dock. So, I have a closing thought on this. Closing thought after the break on the world of boating. Stay clear. Our world of goading or our world of emoting. Uh, we'll come up with something. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i'm popeye the sailor man i'm popeye the sailor man i'm strong to the finish because i eat me spinach i'm popeye the sailor man this is the world of toting. I am Greg, your first mate. Uh, Barry the boater likes to tote things around, or I don't know, maybe he's wearing those totes. And Captain Patrick has one of those tote umbrellas that collapse up. I mean, it's like no bigger than the size of your hand. Those are very expensive. efficient. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, this they're is not cheap. The world of toting. Uh, 19 okay. years and time to make a change. So we'll see if that one sticks. All right. Uh, Patrick has a final thought. Uh, about this last story, which is what? The story or my thought? Well, I guess a, a bit of both, maybe. <laughs> okay, so the the story revol- uh, revolving around uh, commercial use of public boat ramps, mm-hmm. this story coming out of Maryland, uh, my, my closing thought is this. You have commercial businesses that should have full access to these ramps. Not only are they creating, that are not only are they uh, creating tax revenue with their business, they're creating employment with their business, they're helping to grow or sustain the economy in those areas. Leave them alone. Hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, Patrick's coming out in support of business. They should have access to the ramps like every other public entity. It, there are and bigger things to worry about other than who's using the boat ramp. Like I... I when, in the last segment we're talking, I'd be more concerned about private boat owners that are out there and don't know what the heck they're doing as far as launching or recovering their boat and are making the situation uh, at the ramp almost to the point where it's the wild, wild west and people are going to start pulling weapons and it's gunfight time. Right. So but that's what makes it fun. So let's not mess with that uh, magic formula. Yeah. What else uh, are you going to do on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday for that matter? Good times. Good times. So uh, in our pre-show meeting, Greg, you wanted to talk about the Wally boat. Yeah. That was at the Palm Beach Boat Show, made its debut, right? Well, that it, it's the latest addition to the Wally fleet um, is the Wally Power 58X. Uh, this story was, of course, posted at worldofboating.com and at World of Boating on Facebook, where you can find the stories that we've talked about on today's show, as well as all the other ones that we didn't get to. 
Um, not to mention uh, any boating. You can always go back, uh, scroll back through the posts, and you'll find stuff right uh, there that you might find interesting. Maybe not, but we do our best to provide you know industry information, and uh, sometimes it's funny boating stories, and sometimes it's uh, mildly that, amusing. Yeah, or things that we, even though it may be something that we we it may consider to be tragic, there's lessons to be learned. So. You know, we're, we try to talk about that as well. But the Wally boat, uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful looking uh, boat kind of got that. Uh, Wait, this is the one that uh, Ferrari is part of, or is that who it is? Or no, not, not yeah. Ferrari. Well, Ferrari, 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 that's it. Okay. The fancy. opposite of Ferrari. But it's very it fancy. It starts with an F. But it's very. Yeah, there are a lot of things that start with an F. With Barry. F okay. You want me to go through the list? Uh, no, we'll get beeped too much. But th- this was a perfect debut for you know something like at the Palm Beach Boat Show that kind of caters to that you know yachty type of uh, crowd. It's a little yeah, bit more. It's really of an not a yacht. It's it's more well, of a, right, but it's, it's fancy. more of a speedboat. Yep. Um, any idea? Did you see how many? What the horsepower is on this? How this thing's set up for power, Greg? A lot. Is this the well? When it comes to about? specifics, here's where you gum for all that information. Is Greg at World of Boning? Of course. How much power does that boat have, Greg? Uh, there's four of them. I know that. Twenty twenty four hundred horsepower. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, four four Merc Verado V12. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you, you know, it's weird. It, did you see the pictures of this thing? Those outboards, almost the the way they got this thing dressed up on the transom, it looks like it's built into the boat. It doesn't look well, like because, you're. Your okay, typical outboard it, type of uh, setup. Well, because these are the new Verados, so the upper part of the engine the is cowling, fixed yeah. in place. Oh, right. those are the ones where the just the lower unit turns. The, only the lower unit turns. Yeah, looks fancy. That that's why they can pack sleek, these things in there sleek. pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to make it handle better than turning a whole engine. Yeah, who cares? It looks difference. awesome. It looks. No, uh, it does. It's, yeah, I mean that, that's the. I mean the the sleekness of this a vessel. I think it is on another level. I mean, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, if I saw that out on the water, that would that'd be a serious head turner." This would be if you saw James that out Bond on the water, movie. you'd be trying to figure out how you could run go karts on its deck. <laughs> well, duh, who wouldn't? You don't have that boat would be perfect if I could run go karts on it. Yeah, oh, no, you get all that extra deck space. Matter. The uh, you know the outboards are kind of you know buried down. You get more uh, track room. This would yeah. be a James Bond boat. It, uh, it does. You could, you exactly. could see this in one of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. A new one. A uh, James Bond. This would be a good uh, chase boat or something in a James Bond film. But it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it's no Moonraker, I'll tell I you. I mean, that. do you like it, Patrick? You're a big fan of uh, new things like this. I mean, do you like that style or are you not a. Or well, what yeah, do you think? Because it, you know, it's kind of got something that the super yachts moved to quite a while back. It kind of what is what's, what's new, what's old is new again. And this is the kind of that straight up and down uh, bow, uh, very angular, um, very sleek. What I really like about it, no windows in the hull. Yes, I know none. you hate those. You hate those. None. <laughs> Absolutely. None. Hmm. Okay. I don't have to worry about coming in and docking and oops, and there goes my, my, my $3,000 window um, just because, you know, I came up against a piling a little too hard. No windows. If I'm going down below deck, I don't need to see outside. But the, uh, uh, no one Wally wants to power- see inside if you're in there, probably either, if you know what I mean. But that's a whole different thing. 
Yeah, pa- uh, Barry, what? If you were to get the Wally Power 165, that does have windows on the side. Oh, so okay. Well, then don't the get that one. one. Yeah. So if yeah, you're... Well, you asked about this one, Barry. He I know. I, I like know. about this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not, no, not you're, about you're the right. What's now, the price tag on this thing? Do we know? Or does it say what they uh, were debuting uh, this thing at? I'll tell you in a minute. I just uh, had it one, up a one, second ago. Once anything is over about, you know, 1800 bucks, um, I'm out of the market. Yeah, well, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. it Pretty much. You can request a brochure, but that's about it. I'm not going to give the, you any other information. The <laughs> only thing I don't like about it, and I know this is the way the industry has been going for quite a while. I'm still not sold on it, still not a fan, unless you had a very, 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 like a super yacht. And at that point, I'd say, why do you need this feature on it? But this is another uh, boat, another yacht, where the aft gunnels uh, fold down to create more deck space mm-hmm. uh, on the boat. You don't like and that? I don't. Why? Because I don't see why you need that. Well, more is always better. Not, not, not to mention, I still have my concerns. I mean, from a construction standpoint, it, there's a reason why, uh, you know, if 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 you didn't need those the the hull sides there, I would just have it to where okay it ends here, and then when I come to anchor, these slide out from underneath. You yep. know, uh, I I just I just don't I just don't get it. I don't see why it's such a man. This look look, I press this button. And the sides of my boat fold down. It's called cool. It's the cool factor. Barry, what uh, do you think? Well, I'm just curious as to why a boat this big, which I would call a yacht at this point, has only one cabin and two bathrooms. Because it's got a bow seating area. And uh, oh, obviously okay. the it. builders yeah. figured this was for that niche market of uh, folks with digestive issues, I guess. But of folks with just two people in the boat. it's a- Yeah. Well, you know, my only complaint about the whole thing, I think it's an awesome vessel, but when you call it a Wally boat, I mean, I know, I think that's after the name of the guy who designed it, Wally. I mean, that just doesn't instill confidence if you don't really know the backstory. Oh, I see what it's like. Hey, you want to buy one of Fred's boats? Hey, buy a Fred boat. There's a Wally boat. Hey, you know, if your if your last name was Sinker, and you started a boat company. Oh yeah, they make them. uh, They make them at Wally World. There, you know, Christmas vacation. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I like Sinker better. But I'm usually right. And on that note, before they can respond, we're going to wrap it up. Remember, after 19 years, it still applies today, whether it's sail or motor. Life Life is better better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted 
devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 